Hello, Dre. Hi, Peter. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just lovely. Thank you very much. Are you ready to go digging? I'm ready to go digging. Okay. Well, we are going to dig on the debut self-titled album by The White Stripes from 1999. So do you know anything about The White Stripes, the group? No, <laughs> no, but I've heard their name before, so it wasn't like, well, yes, it was. Never mind. <laughs> well, yes, it was. No, it wasn't what? I was going to say something like I knew nothing, but. Well, you knew the name. Does that count for something? That counts for something. There have been plenty of albums that you've been like, I haven't heard a thing about this, including the band name. Remember when we did Joy Division a few weeks back? That was a few weeks? Yeah. Wait a minute. All right. So the White Stripes are essentially Jack White on guitars and vocals mm -hmm. and Meg White on drums and occasional backing vocals. Not on this album, but on occasionally otherwise. At the time this was recorded, Jack and Meg White were married, a married couple. Although, at least early on in their career as the White Stripes, they posed as siblings, just like as part of their... But wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Why would we pretend to be siblings when we're married? That's mind blown. Yeah, that, that kind of gets me a little bit too. I'm not sure why they did that. Also, and this is like kind of an interesting thing, not a weird thing, like pretending to be siblings. Typically, as we all know, if you have a, a married couple with the same last name, you presume that it was the husband's last name first. Not in this case. Jack took Meg's last name when they got married. Was his last name something ugly or hard to say? Um, no, no, I don't think so. Yeah, according to this, he was born John Anthony Gillis. I wouldn't want that last name either. I mean, Gillis isn't a terrible last name. I mean, it doesn't sound very rock and roll, maybe, but it's not like embarrassing. You're looking at me like, Peter, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, depending on how it's spelled, it could be very hard to say. G-I-L-L-I-S. And you said it was Gillis? Gillis? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So they got married in like 1997, thereabouts. Sometime after that, Jack had been a drummer in prior bands. And apparently Meg just started like messing around on his drum set. And apparently she got pretty decent pretty quick. And they were like, hey, so you can play guitar and I'll play the drums and we should do a band. So they did. And almost everything on this album is just Jack on guitars and vocals and just Meg on the drums. That's it. I appreciated that. Yeah, there are there are two tracks with an additional guitarist. Uh, Johnny Walker played slide guitar on Susie Lee and I Fought Piranhas. But apart from that, it's just the two of them. Did so, she also do that tambourine? Yeah, pretty much all the percussion is her. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, they've got this very lo-fi kind of blues rock kind of vibe. You know, we were talking the other week when we were talking about that Punk Goes 80s album, mm-hmm. how a lot of that, the initial reaction for me was, that's not punk. Mm-hmm. Okay, the reaction I get off of this album is, this is fucking punk. Now, it might not be quite the same aesthetic, but it's very DIY. It's strong, and it's like, they're not worried about like being the best musicians. They're worrying about a sound. And, you know, the tracks here are all like, what is it? Like in the neighborhood of two to three minutes for each track. Yeah. It's like they, they get to the point and they have this nice, crunchy, bluesy, garage rock kind of to it. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Garage rock. I like that. Because it made me think of the kind of music I would hear at those warehouse art shows. Mm-hmm. And there'd be a live band playing that you don't pay attention to, but they're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. This, this sound like to me. And they produce a really big, like, okay, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about um, Florence and the Machine, mm-hmm. and we were like, the machine here, I was looking at this list of members, like, this is a lot of fucking people. Right. And they're producing this gigantic wall of sound that sounded kind of like impenetrable. Yeah. Okay, here we've got literally two people, and they're producing so much noise, but it doesn't sound overwhelming, and it doesn't sound out of control. It sounds maybe a little chaotic at times, but it's rooted in something. Yeah, they were jamming. That's what I kept saying to myself. They're jamming. Mm-hmm. I don't think we. I don't think I remembered to get around to. Peter's history with this album and this is another one of those I don't remember when I bought it I don't remember where I got it from um I do know I don't have a physical copy so I must have purchased it digitally at some point mm-hmm. but I'm like but I'm, I'm after listening to this however many times this week I'm like why don't I have this album physically maybe it was cheap I'm sure it was and I'm yeah I'll bet I can go out and find a used copy of this like in any used cd store probably or so cheap cheap because cheap, cheap. this being their debut album this was before big mainstream breakthrough which is what uh distill from 2000 and to a lesser extent white blood cells from 2001 that's where you get things like seven nation army which you know dun 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 bum 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 that's them that's them Okay. On a later album. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so you That's have connected. heard them. You just <laughs> yeah. didn't, you just were like, oh, this is cool. I heard this a lot of places. You didn't know it was them. Not at all. Yeah. That's have been connected because I'm like, they sound familiar and I don't know why. I could have looked it up, but you know, I'll leave that to you. Did you have opinions about Jack's voice? No, because he sounded like he was on the radio to me, and I think that's a cool effect. Yeah. That lo-fi sound you call. Mm-hmm. I like that sound. And it I guess sometimes it can make a voice that I may not like likable. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. It wasn't annoying. I can see how some people might think of his his performing voice anyway, as like maybe a little whiny or a little nasally. It, it um, works for him. But yeah, it really does work 
for their aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Sometime after this album, Meg and Jack got divorced. Mm -hmm. They recorded the next album, Distill, in like January of 2000. They got divorced like in March. And then Jack thought he was they, he was going to have to either just dissolve the project or continue on with someone else on drums. Um, but Meg basically came to him and said, well, let's go ahead and tour on this. And they, and they basically continued the partnership just as a band. Mm-hmm. And they kept going. They released several more albums uh, up through Icky Thump in 2007. And like in the middle of a tour in 2007, Meg started having like, some big problems with like anxiety Mm. especially for performance and then they they needed to cancel the rest of the tour uh they didn't perform again well actually again ever uh and they officially broke up as a band like in 2011 but they hadn't done anything since the tour ended in 2007 uh since then meg has done very very little uh publicly I guess she's just like, I prefer to not bother with all these people. She's made like a handful of appearances performing, but that's really it. Jack, on the other hand, has gone on to do a bunch of other stuff. He's got other bands. He does a lot of producing work now. Dude just never stops. But as far as this album goes, man, this was this is a really nice start. And they established like a basic sound and a basic aesthetic, that whole red and white and black motif going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Yeah. And, you know, Meg, Meg's drumming is, you know, it's not flashy, but it's real steady and it's like raw and it has some oomph to it. That's just nice to hear. And Jack's guitar is all fuzzy and it's not like, over stylized it's like kind of a raw grungy blues kind of sound and it's fun to listen to they have straightforward music and i appreciate that yeah yeah they just they're just rocking out it's a straightforward album i i love i like that it made it so much easier to listen to Mm -hmm. because there was no talking or sketches or sound effects just music right. here it they, is they were not they were not doing anything over complicated here yes this is this is a totally back to basics kind of approach just in a generalized sense you know given that we've had a number of albums recently that have been maybe like overproduced i think overproduced is a good way to describe some of them Chock this full of everything yeah this was like a breath of fresh air to come back to. It was. I'm so glad that Google, Google gave us this. Yes. <laughs> of course, as I mentioned, black, the, the white stripes are not really a going concern anymore uh, themselves. And not everything uh, Jack White does now is quite in the same vein. I think if you're looking for a group that is still recording today that has kind of the general aesthetic or the general style that is kind of laid out here, you'd have to go with someone like with a group like the Black Keys. 
I've heard of them. Don't know anything about them, though. No, well, I've got some. Were any? Did any particular tracks stand out to you? The one that caught my ear, caught my ear mm-hmm. first was when I hear your name. Every listen, I would look. What is this? Because it kept on catching me. What was catching me? I didn't quite write that down, but I remember that that one was. It was like every time it came by, you're like, oh, I remember this. Let me hear this. Well, not remember. It's just, oh, I like that. I kind of, yeah, it's bluesy. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think all of the ones I like had more of a bluesy feel to them. And a, I could rock and tap my foot to them and dance a little bit. I think the one that stands out to me most is uh, St. James Infirmary Blues. Yeah, that's another one. Right, which is a like a traditional blues tune. And I discovered while reading reading about this album before we started um that they had discovered this particular song the same way that i did which was through a cab calloway performance of of the song on an old betty boop cartoon (laughs) oh i like that story now i want to hear what inspired it you know, it was uh, it was the the 1933 Betty Boop short of Snow White, and Cab Calloway and his orchestra provide the the soundtrack for the for the short, and as well as Cab's dancing being rotoscoped uh, onto Coco the Clown, which was another of Fleischer's um, characters from that time. It is a marvelous piece of animation and is totally worth watching. And the performance of St. James Infirmary Blues is absolutely brilliant. So number one, put that cartoon on the list. And number two, I don't have a number two, never mind. I think it's so fun that they got that from a cartoon because it reminds me of that um, instrumental thing that I called myself doing that I got from the Super Mario Brothers cartoon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, what other music is inspired by cartoon stuff? Oh, so much. I mean, let's face it, there, there is like a whole generation of people whose introduction to classical music was through Looney Tunes cartoons. I mean, not that my parents didn't have it on anyway, but that's where I was really paying attention to it. Yep. You know, that's the the whole reason I wanted to play an instrument was because I heard that stuff and I was like, I like that. I want to play that. Yeah, me too. But I became a singer instead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything you didn't care for? No, the only complaint that I could have saw myself having, did that sentence even make sense? Totally. Go for it. All right. The complaint that I could have had that I felt forming in my stomach was that, oh, it's too much and all the same thing. But because it's so straightforward and to the point, I don't even have a complaint about that or the number of tracks or anything because they're like, here it is. Here's the music. It's good. You like it? I do. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a nice day. That's the whole conversation. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) It's like, I understand that they have a, a limited palette available to them if they're going with, you know, just the drum kit, just the guitar, and just however Jack is singing that particular day. You know, maybe there's only so much you can do with that, but they do it with such gusto and such panache 
that doesn't really bother you. It's like it's like going to see the Ramones and complaining that they that they went through like 15 songs in 30 minutes and their set was up. It's like you don't complain about that. You were thankful that you were there. Yeah. They came to do what they were supposed to do. And expecting anything else is you being ridiculous. It did what it said it was going to do on the box. Yep. And it blues rocked your face off. Boom. Done. This is what you signed up for. That's what you're going to get. If you want something else, uh, check down the street. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty much. They expanded a bit stylistically on, on records after this. But the same basic template pretty much applies. You know, they didn't add a whole bunch of other musicians and they didn't start playing in radically different styles. They evolved some. Yeah. But it was always kind of within spitting distance. And yeah, they got some of those super popular um, tracks like Seven Nation Army, which came later. But they they had a thing and they stuck to it. And it is really hard to fault them for it. Yeah, like I, I don't mind it. It make listening to this and then finding out that I've heard something else. I'm like, oh, I could listen to more of them. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to be hearing and that's okay. So are we ready to render judgment? Yes. Ooh, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> I gave this a seven because it's solid and I like it. I did keep in mind that is it a day de- that da, 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 that it is a debut album. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something better. So I want to leave space just in case there's something better. Okay. Do you feel like you want to hear more now? Yes. Okay. Do you do you want to hear enough that you would you would skip the possibility of it coming of something later coming up in our list here and you'd go seek it out i have thought about seeking it out i'm okay with it you know jacking up my algorithm a little bit Mm -hmm. because i did let them you know let the youtubes go and do its thing and give me similar things i'm like i can let this ride this is fine yeah Mm -hmm. maybe i'll find something else i like I think you probably would. Mm. Yeah. I think I listened to this style of music for a whole day or whatever YouTube gave me for this for a whole day once. Nice. Yeah, I did a few repeats and it took the repeat off and just let's go on an adventure, guys. Okay. Well, along those lines, I'll go ahead and give this an eight. This is a totally solid album. It's fun. It's straightforward. It's not pretentious. They just, they're just rocking out. And mm-hmm. I am totally here for it. I would have went to a concert and jumped around a little bit. Yeah, too bad we can't go to a White Stripes concert anymore. We'll find something similar. We are going to kidnap Jack White. I and didn't going, say that. And we're going to nicely ask Meg White. I didn't say that. I'm not incriminating on that. <laughs> Don't worry, this, this will never go anywhere. And I'll burn the tapes after. <laughs> Nobody has to know that we planned it. Who is we? I don't speak French. Fair enough. I'll visit you. Thank you. (laughs) I'll write you letters. Oh, please do. All right. Are we ready to find out what's coming next? Yes, I am. Hey, Google, give me a number between 1 and 2100. 373. 373. Oh, boy. 
we are going to be listening to David Bowie's The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. All right, here we go. An adventure. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through, and feel free to leave a voice message on our page at anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. Thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you.